Hello and welcome to Sammy's Midnight Hour. I'm your host, Sam, and with me as always, my co-host and wife, Tish. Good evening and welcome. Um, tonight, we have a little bit of a little bit of an unsolved mystery story for you. Um, the, the woman's name that we're going to talk about tonight is Carol Mae Brinkman. Um, she was a graduate from Greenville High School, class of 1961. Uh, uh, Carol participated in many school activities like Future Homemakers of America. You don't hear that too often anymore. No, true. Uh, and also being a hall monitor and held the office of assistant reporter for a newspaper. Her and her family resided at 628 Washington right here in Greenville, Ohio. Carol was reported as being a dependable employee and a nice, quiet, happy girl. She reportedly had no enemies to speak of uh, nor anyone who might have wanted to harm her. There were rumors that she had a boyfriend. An anonymous source said that we found a quote that we actually found in, in some of the stuff we read. Uh, said that my husband worked at the Dark County Sheriff's Office back in 71. He said Carol had an on-again, off-again uh, relationship with a man who had a violent temper. My the, 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 the person, or whoever the person was, said my husband had uh, said that there were many things that linked the boyfriend to the shooting. But they could never find the gun that shot her to positively link him to the crime. But he had means, motive, and opportunity. Plus, he clearly uh, came just to kill her. No one else was harmed. No money was taken. Um, he shot her in the neck and fled. From what my uh, spouse had explained to me, it was one of those unsolved cases because the police knew who did it but didn't have enough evidence to hold up in court of, uh, in a court of law. And of course... They're not going to be lucky enough for a confession. So therefore, the case goes as unsolved because basically it's solved without a conviction. End quote. The day was Thursday, July the 27th, 1967. 
It was a day like any other day. 24-year-old Carol May Brinkman was dropped off at the local J.C. Murphy's on Broadway by her mother, Dorothy, at 9 a.m., which she had done for more than five and a half years. She would later pick her up at 5.30 p.m. Carol went to work at her first job at the local G.C. Uh, um, Murphy's in Greenville, Ohio. She was excited because she had helped plan a going-away party for a fellow co-worker there, and his name was Ron Johnston, who was being transferred to another uh, J.C. Murphy store. After the farewell party, she would prepare herself uh, for going to her second job that night, and that would have been at the Speedway Auto Theater, located on Edison Road in Greenville. She was eagerly awaiting the next day she would be on her way with her parents on a trip of a lifetime through Africa and the Middle East. But her excitement would be in vain. Neither Carol nor her parents would have any idea what kind of horrors would, have, would, would unfold at the drive-in that very night. The time was approximately 10.20 p.m. It was a slow night for the drive-in, as there was only nine cars inside the theater. Uh, when from the darkness, a shot rang out from either a rifle or a handgun. Carol's co-worker, Lowell Bruss, in the theater's projection booth, received a phone call but could only hear what was described as mumbling at the other end. He immediately went to the ticket booth where, where he found Carol mortally wounded, having been shot in the throat. Um, Carol was still alive when Lowell, the co-worker, arrived as she was able to unlock the booth to let him inside, but she was pronounced dead on arrival at nearby Wayne Hospital a few minutes later. It was reported that Carol was unable to tell the police anything about the shooting before she succumbed to her injury. The owner of the theater who lived next door, Lester Schultz, arrived and helped to determine that there was no money missing. Local police, highway patrolman, uh, sheriff's deputies, and investigator from the Ohio Bureau of Criminal Investigations worked on the case but were never able to identify a serious suspect, nor was the murder weapon or the fatal bullet, which they determined later would be a 22 caliber um, that came either from a handgun or a rifle ever found. Despite police and volunteers searching using metal detectors, and there were only, again, nine cars at the drive-in at the time of the shooting, all of which were searched. Roadblocks were even set up nearby, but to no avail. There was no indication of robbery at the scene. DPNL donated the use of metal detector devices to aid in the investigation, looking for the bullet and or the weapon. One article noted um, was noted in saying that this murder sparked fear and mystery among um, the residents of Greenville, apprehension in this just small town of Greenville, Ohio. The theater was reopened, but only with a, a dark auxiliary sheriff patrol being stationed at the ticket booth where the shooting occurred. Uh, patrol Captain Don Harshbarger is quoted in saying that they did this because the employees feel a little bit jittery. Uh, there was a reward fund totaling $1,505 set up for information leading to the arrest and conviction of the killer or killers of Carol. The money was being held at Second National Bank in Greenville. You could make donations there at the Advocate or WDRK, a local radio station. 
This was something um, that I pulled from one of the newspapers, and I just want to read this to you. This is uh, a memorial that was done uh, just shortly after uh, Carol's passing. And it says, um, and this is quoted um, in, the, in the paper, In memory of Carol Brinkman, who passed away years ago on July 27, 1967, the blow was great, the shock severe, we little thought the end was near. And only those who have lost can tell the pain of parting without farewell. More each day we miss you, Carol, for many may think the wound is healed, but very little know the sorrow that lies within our hearts concealed, sadly missed by father, mother, sister, and family. We would like to give a shout out um, to our uh, new composer of music and our associate producer as well of the show um, named Paul Hodson. And uh, we would also like to thank the Daily Advocate, um, the Early Bird, and just thank you guys for listening. Um, we will be here next week with another great story. And I'm excited about this one. Um, I want to talk about this other story too, but I want to tell them a little bit about what's coming up. The next story, can you tell them the name, or are we going to keep that secret till next week? <clears throat> no, I will go. I'll just go ahead and tell them. Okay, I, I can't go ahead. Keep secrets. I know it's a secret thing. It's a secret <laughs> thing. Go ahead. But anyways, uh, the guy's name I don't know. It's it, it's pure, pretty obscure. Um, I don't know how many people has heard heard about this particular man. Uh, his name was Herb Baumeister um, from Indiana, from uh, around the Indianapolis area, um, and he was a uh, he was a businessman. He actually owned. Um, a few businesses around there called actually a lot of you people probably heard of this save a lot mm -hmm. so um mm -hmm. yeah i can't wait to kind of dig into that yeah, and uh do a little bit a uh, little bit with that and actually um some of this even has a little bit of connection to uh tish here yeah yeah um they actually found a body that he dumped less than a quarter of a mile from my childhood home i spoke with my mom about this tonight um and she remembers it. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure, you know, she remembered. And it. Uh, this will be a good story coming up. So, yeah, this yeah should you be guys a good will one. have to tune in for next week. But but I want to get back to um, this, this story with Carol. I really, um, oh, I, I really took a, a personal, uh, I took this very personal. And I, I know that this was a long time ago, and, and I know it happened clear back in 67, uh, but Carol is the same age as my son mm -hmm. uh, when she passed. And just being a mom, of uh, not of a daughter, but as a son, that age, you know, you think in your mind, 24-year-olds uh, have their whole life ahead yeah. of them. And and this this young woman, um, I I was able to speak to some people that were from that era of time, which was, was really cool. There were just things that didn't add up you know about yeah. about the murder um just just things that i don't know the things that i kind of question i mean i i just wondered you know i guess I, I think more than anything is there wasn't any money taken and it wasn't a robbery and then mm. i've heard rumors that it could have been a stray bullet that somebody shot and I'm thinking it's 10:30 at night, right. and it's dark. It's July. Right. It, you know, you think who'd be shooting at targets this early, you know late at night? Exactly. Who's shooting a 22, whether it be a rifle or, or a handgun? 
who's shooting at 1030 at night? And and how obscure, obscure would it be to hit a, 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 young, a young woman inside of a ticket booth mm-hmm. in her neck? Through the hole. Not through, not, it didn't actually go through the, the glass. It actually went through the hole where she talked through. Yes, exactly. I so mean, seriously. It went through the hole, into, into her, her neck, neck, out of her neck. And they couldn't find the bullet. Right. I found that was I found that just interesting, and I, I don't know. I just found that interesting. The whole, the whole thing seemed. Um, it was very odd. A lot of odd things uh, took place with it. Mm-hmm. Um, no autopsy. That's the biggest thing for me. Um, why wasn't that done? I mean, I, I mean, you know, even obvious that you could see that she was how she died was through a bullet wound, but I always thought that was just standard procedure. Mm-hmm. So I always just figured that was just something they did anyways. I mean, on any of the shows we've ever watched. Right, I mean, right. it didn't matter what, what was obvious. They always still did it. They always autopsy. did it, yeah. I mean, right. so I thought that was kind of an odd. Right, right. How many of y'all remember Jace, the J.C. Murphys? We talked. Yeah. To, a mom and I talked about that on the way home, too. Uh, the thing I remember as a kid is the candy. Yeah. Do you remember the candy? Yeah. I remember on the stairs. It, I remember calling it Murphy Mart. Yes, okay, yeah, exactly, exactly. How many of you remember, how many of you remember it by that name? And when you walked in, it was nothing but a huge long counter of nothing but candy. Candy, yeah. And I was candy. a kid then, so it was uh, it was like mm-hmm. walking into, it was like a little slice of heaven. And that was her first job, I think, um, that she, she worked that job for five and a half years. Mm-hmm. So if she graduated in 61 and mm-hmm. she passed in 67, then she really, she really worked there from the pretty much the time that she graduated, mm-hmm. maybe a year after or so, but yeah, um, and it sounded like she was pretty full time. I read another article, which, which we have a uh, a special kind of treat too. We have a uh, PowerPoint pe- presentation that has all kinds of photographs, clippings with some information, really good stuff, uh, yeah. clippings and pictures, and just things that that just told the story about Carol because it's important to talk about how she passed but i think it's also important to touch on how she lived mm-hmm. um there's a there's a really nice article that's in the powerpoint that talks about the people that knew her said she was nice mm-hmm. she was quiet she was happy um the night of the actual murder there's people quoted as saying that 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 night was one of the happiest nights they'd had ever seen her. And I'd imagine that she was probably really excited. Right, for going she was, on her vacation. Yep. Right, she was getting ready to go on her trip. And so in her mind, you know, that would have, I would have been, I would have been excited mm-hmm. too. Um, but yeah, this just really touched me, this this story. And, and I've heard this story many times from my parents. And maybe you guys have heard it as well. Mm-hmm. Or maybe... You've even you were there. You have a parent or something. Yeah, that, yeah, you know, that's that. Yeah, that was she, there, or you know, a grandparent or something. Because my mom is that age, so um, not to tell your age, mom. I'm I'm sorry, um, but <laughs> my mom is there. You know, yeah. I mean, she um, she was that age, so she definitely remembers mm-hmm. that story very, very vividly, and how um, it just left a huge unsettling feeling. Mm-hmm. In the in the town in the in the town of Greenville, right? Just to, well, something that's not solved. I mean, yeah, right, right. Something that was just left. You know, it's just mm-hmm. it's still hanging in the books today. Yeah, I mean, it still, still goes as unsolved today. It's still it's still considered an open case. Yeah. 
Yeah. I thought it was interesting. I'm not sure who um, Captain Don Harshbarger is. Uh-huh. Or I think it was Don, I believe. Um, it was it was in one of the articles. But he's quoted in saying, and I marked this because I thought this was a little strange, um, that they had the auxiliary out there because the employees felt a little jittery. And I'm like, a little. A little? <laughs> I mean, a little. I mean, yeah. you, you couldn't have paid me enough to be in no, that booth. That, no. no, I'm sorry. I am. No. Um, no. And I'm fearless, but no, I, no way. No. Mm. I wouldn't have wanted to do it. There's no way. Mm-mm, not at all. But we did go out to the grave site, too. And mm-hmm. I think we, we showed you guys that video as well. We went Facebook Live. And it was just kind of sombering mm-hmm. um, to see her. Um, Sort of a solemn moment. Kind of a so- yeah, it was kind of a solemn moment. Her um, father, uh, her father mother. George, and her mother Dorothy, mm-hmm. and her were all buried, um, to, you know, side by side. Um, it, it's just, it's just a sad, it's just a really sad story. Mm-hmm. But we we wanted, I guess, to do it because we just, just like we said in the in the Facebook Live, that we want her to. We want her and her family to know that she's not forgotten. Right. That even people of today that weren't even alive. Right. Because we weren't alive no. during that time of the murder. But even people that we still care about it and we still we still care about it and we still feel for the families mm-hmm. as well. I truly believe that. So This was a very interesting uh, thing to dig into. Um, we uh, actually went to the library and got a lot of our our info um it was neat seeing the old pictures because they have uh, if you go to the library they actually have a lot of the old uh high school yearbooks mm-hmm. and uh it was actually kind of funny seeing some of the some of the stuff in there uh and by the way um connie i saw what you look like it was awesome <laughs> well it's because she looks just like me yeah. or i look like her i always say yeah. that yeah yeah it's amazing <laughs> if you ever if if you knew my mom when she was younger yeah, I'm the spitting image of her. That is so true. Um, we look so, so much alike. But it was great seeing, I mean, like seeing like the old high school and um, mm-hmm. even Memorial Hall, even how much it hasn't really even changed. No, I mean, it, look, yeah, it, look, yeah. it still looks absolutely the same yeah. as when they took the pictures there. So, again, I mean, it was really it was really neat digging into this. Mm-hmm. Um, this uh, little bit of history from, uh, from Greenville, from our hometown. So. Right, right. Well... Um, you know, one more thing I okay. just want to touch on is the future homemakers of America. Do they even have that? I still, I don't think that still exists anymore. I okay. still, don't, I don't think you can get away with that today. You know what's cool is that there are pictures on um, the thing that we put together, the mm-hmm. PowerPoint, yeah. and there's pictures of guys in the class too. There's yeah. females and males yeah. in the class, and I think it's really cool because they teach them some stuff that that is so well, important. Well, it's just basic stuff. It's basic I mean, basic stuff. life stuff. Yeah, how, how to, to cook. How to cook. How to you know? sew? I mean, how to do things yeah, that you know yeah. you need to know in life. It's like, why did they ever stop doing that? I don't right. know. And do they have hall monitors too? Yeah, I don't think they have that anymore. I'd have to ask. I don't Paul. know if they. Yeah, I don't know if they still have know. that anymore or not. Right. Because I'm not sure about that either. That's so strange. But well, yeah, I think I think we need to wrap it up. Yeah. Okay, so that's it for tonight. Um, thanks again for joining us. Um, just remember, to keep listening. And uh, oh, we have a website. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We Not have a website, and uh, you can uh, visit that through the Facebook um, mm-hmm. group, 
Um, I think it is. Oh, I and there's all kinds of pictures and yeah, all kinds of stuff on there. There's all kinds of cool stuff on there. Um, yeah, we. I mean, and there's a picture of the booth that Carol May uh, was actually uh, shot in. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, that's and that's really cool. I mean, to just be able to look at some old mm-hmm. photographs of the and theater. a lot of old uh, paper clippings from the Advocate. Mm-hmm. So, yep, yeah. you guys need to go check that out. Yeah, definitely. We'll we'll put a link. Uh, we'll put a link in our um, Facebook page okay. or the group. With this Sammy's Midnight Hour group Sounds on like Facebook. Yeah, we'll put a link on that so they can link back to the website. And okay. we're still building that website. So yeah. it's, um, it's a work, it's in, a work prog- in progress. Yeah, it's a work in progress. Because <laughs> both of us are in college full time. Yeah. So uh, we, yeah, we're busy. Yeah, we got we got homework. <laughs> <laughs> at our age. At our age. What the heck yeah. is wrong with us? We've got homework at our age. I don't know. But thank you guys for listening. Yes, thanks, um, thanks again for listening. And th- yeah, thank you so much for listening. And thank you for the feedback. We've mm-hmm. gotten great, great feedback. And we appreciate that. Keep it, it coming. If there's a story, also. If Anything. There's a, yeah, if there's a story that you want to hear about that you want investigated, yep. uh, you can drop us a line at uh, Sammy's Midnight Hour at gmail.com. That's uh, Sammy's Midnight Hour at gmail.com. No um, apostrophe in there, just right, Sammy's just Sammy. with an S. Yeah. Uh, you can send us you can send us an email and uh, let us know if there's something that you want to hear about or something or you want us to dig story. into. Yeah, or... the story that you'd like us to dig into. We're always looking for new stories. Yes, definitely, definitely. Okay, well that is it for us tonight. So thanks again for listening, and come back again for another episode of Sammy's Midnight Hour. Good night, everybody.